1: Welcome back to another episode of the Slang Self-Dial Podcast. I am here with Simone Little from The Simone Little. How are you, Simone? Hi Felicia, I'm great. How are you doing? I am doing great on this uh, wonderful morning. It's a little rainy over here, but that's all right. It it is it's quiet. The kids are not in school, so <laughs> I'm able to wake up a little bit later. So I am I am I am great. Um, so I usually like telling people like how I I know people or how like I met. So a lot of this season for me has been about people that I w- I was watching uh, for a while um and you know, just kind of paying attention to following their pages and stuff like that. And so I was following you for a while that I think you actually reached out to me about somebody else. And then I reached out to you. It was like all connected. And I was just like, but the Lord was like, nope, yeah, I need y'all to, and I'm, I'm literally just kind of paying attention to stuff. I was just like, you know what? No, I feel like that this is, this is a connection right here. And the Lord was like, yep, go ahead. She was like, yay. So thank <laughs> you. Thank you for agreeing to be on the show. Thank you for
2: inviting me and having me. I'm really, really excited because I've also been watching you for quite some time. Hey. And I've been really
1: impressed with the way that you've been moving. So it's a privilege. Thank you so much. So for those who don't know you, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started?
2: Yeah, sure. So my name is Simone. Um, I'm a business productivity coach and strategist. Um, but of course, you know, that it didn't start that way. Um, so I first got into the entrepreneurial world as a hairstylist, as a natural hairstylist. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Yes. So something that many people don't know. Um, But in the time that, right before I was doing that, I was working at a law firm and I hated it. I hated corporate America. I hated people telling me what to do. I hated not having my my own set of rules, right? (laughs) I'm like, this is why. That part. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly and so that's why I was like look my mama always told me I need to be doing somebody hair um and so that's what I did I was just I was a newlywed i only been married for about a year mm-hmm. and I was like look told my husband this will be going to do I started a mobile <laughs> hair salon I had yes. my sister make me a website and it was it was on and popping I was able to grow and scale and Have other stylists come in and work for me. And that was 11 years ago. My hair salon is still standing. Wow. I'm not behind
1: the chair. (laughs) I know that's right. I (laughs) Uh, know that is right. Yes.
2: So that's my my first, my first baby, my my first business, although I've handed it off. And it has, you know, it's almost a full adult now. So we're (laughs) proud of it. (laughs) Um, but then when I got pregnant with my second child, um, I couldn't stay behind the chair. Like it was Mm. so painful to try to work and do hair. Um, and I had this muscle in my stomach that always pulled. So after about, you know, the first six months of pregnancy, I was in so much pain, but I wow. still had to help bring in income. Yeah. And so my, my little sister, who is also the owner of the salon now, she just said, you know, you do all the back end work for the salon. As much as you try to get us to help you, we don't. <laughs> and you end up being stuck with it. And you do really good. Um, why don't you just do that for other people? Mm. And I was like, man, this little girl's got some great ideas. <laughs> like, okay, no, sis. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? That's what I'm gonna do. So I became a virtual assistant. This was about, uh, maybe about four years ago. Mm. I didn't know it was a thing. Um, but I was like, Hey, I'm gonna do this. And I did it. I marketed myself. Um, I was able to get clients and at about the top of 20, was it 2020? Yeah, that's the year of the pandemic, right?
1: Yeah. So
0: 2020
1: is going to be that year that we're going to be like, was it 2020? Like, oh yeah, that's when we ain't do nothing, right? It, it's- <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly.
2: I'm like, what is it? Because what year is this?
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I
2: um, had 22 clients as a virtual assistant, and I was doing a lot of online business manager work. I was doing a lot of project management, mm-hmm. and I was doing things that nobody was paying me for. They were still paying me a, to be an assistant, but I was like, they're everything in their business. Like I was pretty much running the business mm. for many of my clients and girl, I was tired. I, I was know that's tired. Right. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I hit the, I quit button and I told my clients, I'm going on leave for six weeks. I'll let you know what happens when I come back. But I'm I'll here. let
1: you know what happens when I <laughs> <laughs> oh, you was breaking for real.
2: <laughs> yes, I was like, Yeah, yeah, I gotta go. My mental health, I don't know what's yeah. going on. My kids ain't seen me. I feel like I missed a whole year of my daughter's life. Like, oh wow, that's why I didn't want to be in corporate America. That's yeah. why I left the salon to spend more time with my kids, and I wasn't doing that.
1: Mm. That so one of the things that, um, something that you said about. Like your mental health, right? And and why we leave Corporate America and why well, you know, the first thing I did stood out to me was that, you know, working for other people. And I always say this thing, um, when after I left my job and I told my husband, like, you know, okay, so we're gonna I'm gonna pull everything into slang self-doubt and we're gonna see what and then even in the thought of like after the pandemic or after, you know, during this time and just trying to figure out, okay, what's the next move? You know, are we going to keep doing this? Do I need to go back? Like, whatever. I just like, I just can't. I can't do it I just can't I cannot mm-hmm. not, I can't work for other people and I was like and it's just certain type of people I cannot work with I cannot mm-hmm. I was like I that last year when I knew God was pulling me out of that I was like there was so many things I learned about my integrity about what I stood for like my own mm-hmm. personal values and morals I was like I can't go back into that world because I'm gonna get fat I already know they're not gonna want to keep me they're gonna be like i mean she a good worker but she is legit challenging and i was like i just need my own space i can't i can't do it so even and i know the lord is like girl stop stop looking over there and bring it on by kid but sometimes in the same in that space right we take that same energy and we put it into because we want it so bad we don't realize that we bring the same habits into entrepreneurship and so we leave our job to spend more time with our family to build a business right yeah then still say how am I still not spending more time with it and I'm at home I'm in the house right right it's amazing isn't it it is it is it is literally it's it is amazing and it's crazy because you just like how did that happen so when you noticed that so you said at the at the top of 2020 like what did you do after your break Like, <laughs> right so
2: I after well during my break like that is when the you know the decision making had to come in because it's like okay we you know we had like a little padded savings mind you my husband was on furlough so we was just living oh, off savings for, yeah. for that time period and I was like alright right when I go back to work I have to actually have clients because we can't live off this little bit of right. savings for yeah. that much time and so I decided to really take a step back and really get in tune with what I wanted and how I wanted to help women mm. um working inside of these companies I've been working really closely with the CEO and I've been telling them what to do to kind of mitigate their stress to mitigate um, um, them having to lose their mind and lose their team and lose their business by giving them advice and implementing new structure right. and telling them how to become more productive and I realized that people call those people coaches and people get paid to do that mm. That's and I was fast. like wow
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, <fast.
2: laughs> I didn't know so I did, I did some research um, I was in a coaching program at the time um soaking up all the goodness that I could soak up and I said you know what I want to teach women how to live their lives more productively so they can spend more time doing the things that they want to do, like spending time with their children and, you know, going on vacations when the world opens up and just being happier individuals. And so when I came back from my sabbatical, I pitched that to my existing past clients, my past clients, my Mm -hmm. existing pool of clients that I once had. And so I did it by like one to one coaching. And then I'll also offer fractional virtual up fractional virtual COO services so for my higher end clients I offered them that package for yeah. my clients who are maybe toward the lower end I offered them one-to-one coaching and a few people picked it up picked up yes. um, the different offers and I was like great this is absolutely wonderful and since then I've been able to kind of build um, my business build my coaching practice build my membership. From there, of course, has been with its challenges of trying not to get drawn back into working yeah. like a maniac yeah. and realizing, like you said before, to leave those corporate mentalities in the past. Yeah. I don't have to work nine to five. If I want to come into my office at 2 p.m. and work until 10, because I want to, then that's yeah. what I'm going to do. Yes. It doesn't matter. I make my own rules and kind of leaning into that has come helped on. me. And yeah. that's what I encourage others to do. Lean into doing the things that make you feel energetically alive. Um, instead of the things that you feel like you should do based on what other people do?
1: Yes, yes, that's a word for y'all. Listen, we we just we just getting started and she already <laughs> dropping gems, okay? Um, so during this time, how has self-doubt shown up in your journey, like throughout? throughout all of this like I can imagine like leaving corporate America starting you know doing the hair even the transition of you know yeah okay that's still that's still my baby but now I'm moving into you 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 kind of mm-hmm. you switch lanes a couple of times but yeah it you know as you're telling your story it sounds like it was seamless right like oh I just did this and then nah. did that. <laughs> so how has self-doubt showed up in your journey when I first started posting on social media for the podcast, oh my goodness, it was a disaster. I did not know what I was doing, I was guessing at everything. Then things shifted for me when I got introduced to three platforms that changed the game for me. I started using Canva for my graphics, Caption Writer for my captions, and Wave for the audiograms. Seriously, if you go back to the beginning of the Slain Self Dial Instagram page, you will see the transformation. If you are in the process of branding or rebranding yourself, I recommend you try out these platforms. Canva has hundreds of templates that you can choose from to design any type of post you desire. Caption Writer allows you to create and save your captions with the perfect line breaks and even let you add different fonts. Wave helps you create snippets of your content to share with your followers. They have closed captions and those cool little wavy lines. If you're interested in trying them out, Click the links in the show notes to start using them today. Now back to the show. Woo!
2: <laughs> a few different ways. I'm like, how many examples do I give here? Um, <laughs> but I mean, just from the transition to being, you know, a, a salon owner, yeah, um, to moving into the space of being a virtual assistant, that was hard. Mm. Um, one of the main, one of the things that made it really, really difficult is when I had to interact with people in a different way. People were used to me doing their hair, not working on their business. Like what?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: And then I had to figure out how to find clients. But I think the real hard part was dealing with the emotional toll of it. And Mm -hmm. that's when the self-doubt really crept in. I remember calling my sister three to four times a week just crying on the phone. I'm sure it was the pregnancy hormones too. Yeah. But- I was definitely just. I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm not making enough money. We're, you know, we just moved out of my parent, our, our, um, my in laws' house. Mm-hmm. We moved into our own place. You know, my husband is, you know, working full time, but you know, working full time private industry really still isn't that much money for yeah. for where he was. And we already had one child. That one child is about to start kindergarten. Yeah. like
1: life, it, life was happening in like yeah. in real time.
2: Yes, yes, and I was just like, I don't know if this is right, like should I be doing this? Should mm. I, to, to should I just go back to the salon? And after I had my daughter, I remember thinking, should I just go back to the salon? I guess I should just go back to the salon and do hair now that I'm not pregnant. Maybe this was only made for, meant for a season. Mm. Um, and trying to really find my way and navigate that. And that was really difficult. Um, I figured it out by God's intervention, yeah. <laughs> like nothing that I did, my circumstances, um, I'm, I'm, um, I worship a lot. So, my circumstances for worship and the schedule that I needed to worship like I wanted to change and it affected me being able to go back into the salon mm. the way I was thinking about. And mm. all this happened at the same time. And it lined up to be very clear which direction I should go in. Yeah. It was still scary. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, I guess this is what I'm going to do. And I didn't know how it was going to work out. Um, but through perseverance, Um, and also through having encouraging conversations with people who I know could give me good advice, mature people who could give me good advice, talking to those people, helped me to maintain my sanity throughout the struggling of making a decision that was going to impact my family.
1: Yeah, that is so, so one of the things that you said that I really am just kind of like, the emotional toe, right? Because when we when when we're making these transitions and we're doing these things, like we we believe it, but it is it is it is it is stressful right um because like you said yes it could you know it of course being pregnant adds to it because your emotions just be all over the place regardless (laughs) right um but just being in a space of wondering if you're making the right decision um and when you're doing stuff when part of your your reasoning or part of your why or part of whatever they're supposed to do like your family and your kids are involved in it it it, Mm -hmm. that's an added pressure right because one of the things, you know, for me and my experience is like I don't want my kids to have been affected by my decision, right? Like yeah. I know that this was a, a a faith walk. I know that it was. This is this is my vision. It's my faith. But if it affects my kids, that is at the point where I'm like, listen, Jesus, we need to have a separate conversation because at this <laughs> point, I'm gonna need you to do something because you know, like I don't I don't want it to touch them. I don't want it to touch them, and and not in a negative way, but being able to do the things that where like they see the sacrifice but not to the point where it was, it's like everything is removed or everything is just so different from them where you, they feel like well if you hadn't left you know and, no, and sometimes mm-hmm. your mind will mm-hmm. play tricks on you where you like do they really do they really understand that what I'm doing and my kids are older so they're at a place now where they you know they see what I'm doing and they understand the impact. And, you know, even though they ask him, like, are you going to go back to work? Are we still going to be <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, I, when you say your prayers tonight, put a prayer in there for me. Right. Like it's, it's, right. it's those type of things, but that toll on like that pulling on your heartstrings with your kids is a, like, a, it's a, it's a real thing. Like you just feel like, am I making the right decision? So during that time, what did, you know, How did you persevere to be able to say like, okay, no, this is the direction that I need to go in?
2: Yeah. So I, again, those, those conversations. So I think one thing that helps us when we go through moments of emotional hardship is knowing the right people we have in our corner Mm. to be able to discuss these things with. Yeah. Because like you said before, it's real life so being able to identify those people my husband definitely yeah um but then like my my big sister and my little sister Mm -hmm. but then just other older people who i had in my life who maybe had businesses who had kids who understand the spiritual journey that i was on yeah they all could speak to different aspects of what the emotional challenge was right so while one person wasn't able to speak to the business woes that i was having at the Mm -hmm. time because um, they weren't business owners, they were parents, and they Damn. have older kids, and they've been through a lot of changes with their children. So they would be able to talk to me about how that might look for my kids, things yeah. to look out for, and then encourage me that you're doing a good job. Your kids aren't suffering yeah. right now. Yeah. You think they are, <laughs> but they're not.
1: <laughs> Come
2: on. They're, so that that was so that was so helpful, and it helped me to keep pushing and keep moving without my 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 team of comforters mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to navigate that situation without losing my sanity yeah um, and I was able to do it really I really give a lot of credit to them of course there are other things that you know I did like you know just read my Bible, You know, was a huge portion of that (laughs) relying on God and listening, right? Because sometimes we want to make decisions quickly, but we don't actually listen (laughs) for the answer that God's given us. And we just keep pushing forward with this decision that we made, not realizing that we consulted God on it, but we didn't
1: give him a chance to answer. Come on. Yeah. So- That part right help. there. <laughs> that part right there. You go tell him what you' about to do. Like we about to go right. do this right quick. You you coming with me? Like as right. opposed to being like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Is this what you're calling me to do? Is this what you're asking me to do? And um, I I that resonates with me because when you're I've said it multiple times on here. I did not ask to be in this space. I did not ask for slaying self doubt God gave it to me. And when I I notice I struggle the most when I'm trying to figure it out myself. Right. And yes. so I'm just like, uh, I, I should be doing this and I should be doing that. And I have to, it sometimes it takes me days sometimes it takes me weeks you know sometimes longer you know and then I have to go back and be like girl this ain't even yours like why are you even you're putting all this energy into something that if you just asked him I know he would say no don't do that do this no don't put your energy into that put your energy into this Mm -hmm. Um, but because we wanted to be successful and because we want um things to work so so badly for, you know, ourselves and for our family and for the people that we are uh, called to impact, I think we just we I well, I I have a tendency to so <laughs> just move ahead of the Lord and be like, I'll be right back. That's real. <laughs>
2: that's true i'm telling you that look i was i was talking to my friend the other day this might be a little little off topic but it relates to exactly what you're saying but i you know we're always faced with decisions that we have to make in business and in life and i was talking to my friend the other day and i'm really real when it comes to my communication with people around me yeah. i'm very transparent because i believe that's really how you build um relationships
1: yeah absolutely. and so i was
2: telling her we're making me and my family are making this decision i said look god already know he gonna have to tell me like three times before I listen. So I heard the answer once, but Mm. I'm gonna need him to give it to me two more times. Come on. Just just because, because this is, (laughs) I'm working on it. I'm working on it, but I'm gonna need it two more times, please. Like,
1: (laughs) yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) So we have to, you know, in in that vein, we have to be available to listen and then follow the direction, even if it's not favorable. And when we're able to do that, we doubt ourselves a lot less because we're no longer relying on ourselves
1: that is oh whew, that is a word right there that is uh, okay um that was that's really good really good so what have you learned about yourself doing this journey that you didn't know before
2: oh uh, I think I've learned that I need to block out noise
1: more <laughs> oh my goodness so- <laughs> we got a pause right there because when I tell you that has been my word for like, like that is literally been what God has been saying to me for the past couple of weeks. Like you're paying attention to so much noise. So the fact that you said that was literally immediate confirmation for me. Go ahead. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. I love it. <laughs> but it's, it's,
2: it's true though. It's, it's so noisy. The world is so noisy. This all these people around us telling us what we should do, what we need to do, what we Mm. can't do, what's bad, what's good. And everyone's formulated these opinions about us before they even get a chance to actually know us. And then we tend to listen to what they think that we should do. And we forget that we have our own inner compass that Mm. we need to listen to. We have our own personal relationship with God and that's what we need to listen to. So I've been really, I've really learned to focus. Mm. Um, And that focus brings me greater clarity. So- what happens is that, you know, I want to embark on something new that's different that I feel like hasn't been done before, but I'm looking at the traditional ways that people have been doing things. Mm. And I feel like my path is not the right one to Ooh. go down, even if I haven't even started moving in that direction yet. And it blocks me from being able to make moves. It blocks me from being able to make clear decisions, because how can you make a clear decision when you have all this noise? You yes. can't even hear your own thoughts. Yeah. And so that's really, I think, what, what, what recently what I've, I've learned through just even um, making the transition to a business productivity coach, trying to start a membership in a way that I think a membership should be run.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's been difficult because it's different from what other people are doing. Right. Um, even when it comes to simple things in your business, like marketing, like that's something that everyone has their has their own opinion of. Yeah. And there are a million ways to go about it. People are telling you, you should have a funnel and, and <laughs> you should do this and you should do all these number of things. But- yeah. What does your inner inner compass tell you that you should do? And that's also what I'm trying to teach women to listen to themselves. Stop listening to what stop listening to what everybody else is telling you you should do. And yeah. that has is something that I've learned to do. So even right now, I'm not necessarily on a social media cleanse, but I'm like, okay, I'm starting to listen to noise again. So mm. let me really pull back. Let me move the app to a different page on my phone. Mm. Let me delete it for a time. Let me do things that's going to help me to to step away. Let me unsubscribe to any of these newsletters of people trying to sell me something.
1: Come on. You know,
2: I'm not I'm not getting on any discovery calls because you're co-pitching me in the DMs. Right. Like I'm not doing that. Yeah, and so yeah. just be very clear about what I what I'm willing to spend my time on and the time isn't just the physical time it's to pick up mentally and yeah. that's the time you want to really protect
1: yeah that is so good um I and oh uh, you say I'm, I'm I'm just over here like thank you Jesus like this is I I need I I say this often that you know I'm very clear about what even when we talk about like what you're supposed to be doing and being in alignment with people Mm -hmm. and knowing that whomever it is that I talk to on the days that I talk to them, the Lord, even if the the episodes come out later, you know what I mean? It's still Mm -hmm. like, Felicia, I need you to talk to this person, this woman, right here, right now, in this time and in this season. And so if anybody, if, when you're listening to this, if you are hearing this and you're like, This is your word, I need you to take whatever it is that God is giving you, pouring into your heart, downloading it into you right now. I want you to know I feel it too. Okay. At whatever time <laughs> that you are hearing this, this that was specifically for us because it is so easy to get wrapped up in the noise. And I have said before that, like, a lot of people mean well, they have great intentions, everybody who is saying something or is everybody is it isn't a distraction, but they're on their own path. We need the distraction because then um, we, we we internalize something that people said to us when it just was a question or it was feedback or it was an observation and then like for a period of time and I've shared this on here before that um, somebody asked me a question I think within my first year of podcasting, um a lady came into my slid in my dms and was like hey if I'm not black will I still get something from this and I was just like what because in the beginning right so in the beginning which which is still what it says right now but it was I know what God called me to do right and so um at the very beginning of Slaying Self-Doubt, I think in the bio, it just said, I help Black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities. You know, mm-hmm. God is using me. And so I was just sharing my story, you know, on the podcast. I wasn't interviewing anybody. It literally was just literally the very beginning of this. But that one question, even, I had never heard it again, had me second guess myself for a year mm. and a half as to wow. whether or not I should keep the word Black. I, I took it. I a, in full transparency, I took it out because I was like, "What well, does it matter? I don't want people to think that I'm being, you know, because you th- think in corporate. I don't want people to thinking that I'm being, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, diverse or being, uh, what's the word? That's not even the word I'm looking for. Discriminatory. Inclusive. Okay. And, yeah. I, yeah. But I was just like, you know. It, it, it's, this is still my thing right like and I responded to the lady like it was a dumb question because I was just like I mean you get from me whatever you want to get from it don't matter what <laughs> what your race is I don't care um but I, I told her I was like uh if if you if something resonates with you it will like I don't it doesn't matter right um but that one thing was enough to throw me off right and then the thing about it is, is that when you allow that noise, when you allow that question or that feedback or that person's opinion, it, it is a literally a snowball effect because then it yes. makes it changes how you operate. And again, for about a year and a half, I changed complete. Well, maybe not a year and a half, maybe like a whole year. I was just like, I'm gonna just leave it out. And then it was literally one day um, last summer where God was just like, no, that's, no, this is what I called you to, because I was operating out of order, right? Because he, I was mm-hmm. now took that one thing and was like, well, maybe I should be doing this and maybe I should be doing that. And, you know, so that it can be inclusive of everybody. I was, I was trying to help all the peoples and the Lord said, that's not what I called you to do. And so right. when you allow that noise to just in, infiltrate, it will, it will literally mess up the purpose that has been given to you because now you're operating in, outside of him right and so in reminding myself of that of that now when you say that like some of it is like like I said it's not all negative some of it is you know like like when you're talking about your membership and it being different from what other people may be doing but sometimes you look at somebody else's right and it starts off right. as like an inspiration like oh okay well, this, you know well-known person is doing x y and z let me just see what they do and then you're looking at that and you like well, ain't nobody gonna sign up for mine because they right. don't look like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And we just find ourselves going down that that down down that path. And so, um, thank you for just reminding us that like put the noise away. Like you said, delete the app if you have to, put it on a different page if you have it. mute it. I, I am famous for using that screen time um timer on my mm. phone, and I will just say you know, no more than 15 minutes long enough to just post whatever I need to post for today and move forward. Right. Um, but if you, that will delay your purpose, it will delay your work when you're paying attention to the noise. So, um, outside of, so you said, you, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll take a break, you'll walk away, like even, um, what did you just say you so uh, off of social media is there anything else that you do in those moments to how do you so when you when you know that you are in the midst of the noise and you know that the noise is happening um outside of like kind of removing yourself from the situation what do you do to get back on track because I think that that is a difficult part right because yeah we recognize we're in the middle of the noise then we like well where do we go now
2: (laughs) yeah that's that's real right so what I do is that if I'm in a noise, in a noisy space are certain things that i can do to make me feel not clear as far as like not having anything mentally going on but yeah. refocus right okay uh-huh. and so I, I don't like outside so i try to avoid walks as much as possible i <laughs> don't like outside oh. <laughs> <laughs> I I try try avoid, avoid walks okay so outside. Right. okay yeah no I'm, my, my, my trainer pushes me to do like once a week and you know, I, I live in Maryland and we had these cicadas. They just left. Girl, just, I'm in
1: Maryland too. Yes. Okay. Um, listen, y'all don't even want to know that. Uh, that is just a whole yeah. separate conversation for right. weeks. The cicadas were just, they was attacking us, y'all. They was they were terrorizing. Us. They were no terrorists <laughs> running around the streets.
2: Yes. <laughs> so I, I I don't do walks. Exercise is not something that I do for self-care, it's something I do out of necessity. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing that I do is that I listen to what I call like my, my kingdom melodies, my my songs that talk about God, and they, you know, motivate me to keep going. So yeah. I do that, I walk away from my computer. I mm. I work work in its entirety, even if it's just the social noise that's going on. You know what? I don't need to hear anybody else's voice outside of the people in my house and guys. I, yeah. I'm like, look, I'm off. I'm off for the day. <laughs> yeah. I'm leaving. I will hit you back when I come back. Um, and then I go play with my kids. We'll go get some arts and crafts. We'll do something fun. We'll put together a puzzle. Um, I will go play tennis. That's the only outside activity that I'll do. <laughs> I can't find any indoor tennis courts, so that's why. Um, <laughs> so I'll go play tennis and I'll do things that allow me to feel extremely free. Yeah in that freeness, usually somewhere in that freeness, I get the clarity I need to mm. continue to move forward and to refocus myself because I'm not focusing on that thing. I'm not focused on that decision. I'm not focused on that new venture. I'm focused on my actual purpose in life, which is to be with my family, which yeah. is to be with my children, which yeah. is to be able to, to my, 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 my career supports that. It's not, it's mm. not the main thing. So when I can refocus and realize what my main thing is, my kids, my family, my, my, my worship, that means that everything else is going to fall in line. Yeah. So I I take away all the business stuff. I set it aside. And if you are listening to this and you are in corporate America and you feel as though you can't do that, you can take a mental health day. That's a real thing. Yeah. Right. You can still take a mental health day or you need to plan special self care time over the weekend with just you and maybe the people you care about if that feels like self-care to you Mm. and just take that time out because other than that you're not going to be able to block out that noise you won't be able to refocus you're going to keep uh uh, uh, thinking about the same set of things all the time yeah
1: that's not going
2: to help you progress to a decision
1: that is that is very very true um those are really good you know because when you started i was saying i don't go outside i'm like well most people they tell you when they go for a walk clear your mind
2: (laughs) that don't help me right self-care is very personal and again yes. and that's the thing those shoulds right so yeah you self-care you think those shoulds what should you do well maybe i should go outside because that's what everybody else do yeah. girl if that don't work for you don't do it
1: that's a word <laughs> that is a word you're right and i think that um you just free somebody okay because they they've been outside walking <laughs> and they was just like this is our game because that's not that's not yes yeah, not the way you self-care sis that's not the way you do it but i love the fact that you said like walk away from the business because a lot of times we just switch to something else right um it'd be like okay this is for frustrated me or this is this noise like wouldn't well, let me go focus on creating something right for it versus like just removing yourself from it like you said close the laptop turn off the light walk away go spend time with your kids go make dinner i don't know you know yeah. sometimes for me i like the hallmark channel so the, um yes. i will watch Like because your mind isn't moving right um mm-hmm. but there are times where god calls me to journal or i have to just put on some worship music or i just need to be in his presence and in those moments it's is releasing control right because yeah. everything Everything else that we're doing, we we are we're we're trying to control the narrative. We're trying to control how things are going to happen, and I think that's what came up for me is like go into a place when you said that you're free, like you're not controlling the the situation. You're literally just being Simone, right? Yeah. Mommy, wife, daughter, whatever it is, friend. Like you're just in those places of some you your cut being filled, right? And I think that um, as uh, business owners like we have to remember we pour out every single day um mm-hmm. in, in everything that we do that we need to be able to refill our cups because we're we're no good to ourselves or to our clients or to the people that we're called to serve if we're empty and so yep. making that a part of your daily if not weekly regimen is highly important like and rest yeah that's another thing sometimes y'all we just need to go to sleep okay <laughs> lay down close your eyes and go to sleep and it's, it's it's amazing it is just amazing what your what your body will let you know it needs if you listen to it so
0: that's right
1: that's um right. let us talk about all the things this Simone Little like um I really love the fact that you are helping us to be productive in our business and our personal lives because I think for me, I don't know if anybody else is resonating with anybody else. I, I think sometimes we feel like, not that we have to choose, but that one, it doesn't seem like it could happen at the same time, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, I gotta be, if I'm 100 in my business, then I, you know, I can't also be a 100 as a, a wife and a mom. Like something, you feel like something has to has to lack. So um, and what in what you do, how, um, how can people create productivity in their business and their personal life?
2: Yeah. So, you know, I, I love that question because a lot of times when people think about productivity, what they think about is like productivity hacks. So what's a productivity hack I can use to improve mm-hmm. this or that? And I'm mm-hmm. like, first of all, you can't hack nothing until you got a foundation. <laughs> yes.
1: yes. <laughs> so so true.
2: productivity is a mindset first. Mm. That's the first thing it is. So in order to have a holistic approach to being a productive person, to having a productive life, that means that you have to get your mindset together when it comes to things like having reasonable expectations. Like having reasonable expectations will save you so much stress. And yeah. when you're stressed, you can't be productive. Girl. So <laughs> if you wanna be productive, that means you have to minimize stress, which means mm. you have to really manage your expectations of yourself yeah. and of others around you, right? And so that's one thing that I definitely teach and it helps you in business with your clients and setting setting expectations with them, understanding that clients aren't always gonna do the things that you want them to do. They're not they're always they're not always gonna say the right things, they're not always gonna behave the right way. If you already expect them to act up, you feel a lot less. You feel a lot less surprised when they do act up because it happens from time to time, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) And even at home, you know, when you're trying to get things moving in a certain direction as, you know, a wife or even if you're a single person, you're trying to get things moving in in, in a certain direction. Well, you have all these grand plans, but what's the reasonable expectation here? Is it that you accomplish these plans or is it that you make incremental steps toward the bigger goal? Mm. So are you overwhelming
1: yourself? Oh, Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> I am. Uh-huh. I, I'm overwhelmed with myself. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> and,
2: and, so when, and so when when we're able to get our mindsets together um, to be able to minimize our stress, then things become a lot lighter for us. Mm. And then we're able to say, okay, productivity for me, because it's a very personal thing, yeah. productivity for me means that I work, you know, eight hours a day and that's okay. And I'm okay with that. So give yourself permission to be okay with whatever decision that you've made. Yeah. So you say, I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with, you know, delegating housekeeping. I'm okay with that because that still brings me to my goal of having a clean home Mm. more times than not. Mm. Me cleaning it, me having to clean it does not mean that that's a step in in the right direction. Having someone else clean it, really can mean that's a step in the right direction because you can use your time to say, instead of cleaning, I'm going to cook. Or instead of cleaning, I'm going to spend time with my kids. Or instead of cleaning, I'm going to do something else with that time that leads me to the goal that I need to have in life. Wow. That is good. We we have to think small sometimes. We think too big. We got to think small. What are the small steps toward the goal? It's not how you can do all the things in the shortest amount of time. It's how you can make incremental steps toward whatever the thing is that you want out of life the most.
1: Yeah, I think so. Two things that you said, um, one of the incremental steps and so that I don't forget. The other thing is that being okay with your decision. So the incremental steps, uh when I said yes, I'm overwhelmed because I'm a person who just, you know, and I know that there's lots of people who are the same way like me. So if this resonates with you, you know, listen closely. Um uh, mm-hmm. where you just have this main goal, right? And so let's just use cleaning the house as the goal. I just be like, the house has to be clean. Right. And so Mm -hmm. you got, you know, three, four floors, eight rooms, seven bathrooms. Like, you're (laughs) trying to figure it all out. It's like, no, you know, when you say the incremental steps, is the bath, is the house clean if the bathrooms are clean? Well, no, but, you know, that's a step in the right direction. Like, does it have to be all done on Monday? Are you saying you want that? Like, when I think about it, I feel like I got to clean every room, every floor in one day. And then at the end of it, there are times where I feel like I didn't even do anything. Right. Because I spent the whole day cleaning, right? Um, Or if I just get the laundry done, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And... I don't and it's not folded. Like, I, I think one of the things that I what I gather from it is like instead of making these big goals, like break it down, like, OK, wash and fold the clothes. And I've, I've, if once I do that, I have accomplished that one thing. Clean the bathrooms. OK, the bathrooms are clean. Clean the basement, like breaking it up versus giving myself this whole thing, because generally when I do it, I don't even finish it all. Because by right. the time I get to the second floor, I'm like, wow, it is so bad.
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. And, and and let me tell you something that changed the game for me. I was really tired of cleaning. Like honestly, I was tired of cleaning. It wasn't happening. Um, and I, I was like, how much is a housekeeper? Like really, how much? How mm, much is that? Yeah, it's really not as expensive as, as as it sounds like something that only people at a certain income level can afford. But it's yeah. really nice. It's something that's really reasonably priced. So we will have the housekeeper come once a month and mm-hmm. then every every night i do 15 minute speed cleans around my house all right let me the, the kids have their part they know what they're supposed to clean but yeah my oldest is nine so they only do but but right. but such a good job <laughs> yeah. but you know i'll clean up behind them all right i'll wipe the table then wipe down the counters let me hit the sink in the bathroom real quick spend 15 minutes and by that time okay those 15 minutes lead to the house by the time that next month comes the housekeeper to get here is not as bad we're not going a whole month with you know a house that looked crazy yeah. so those fits that small time saved me a lot of stress not having to worry about my house being messy yeah and that for me is productive because now my stress is lower when yeah. my stress is lower I make better decisions yeah. When I make better decisions everyone in my family thrives
1: yeah 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 that is that and I, I love the fact that you say that it doesn't it doesn't have to be based on like your income because I think a lot of people think that oh I don't make enough to be able to uh, to afford to do that or that's a luxury right and you know Mm -hmm. we've been saying lately like normalized luxury Uh, but if it would make you more productive more happy bring you peace in your house and in your business or in just in your life do that right? Yes. Like, what would you rather have just to be stressed out for it not to get done? You know, when you, right. Cause that's what ends up happening. You get mm-hmm. over, like you say, you get overwhelmed and you like, I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not even going to do it. And then <laughs> two weeks go by, you like, these the same clothes. And then this, <laughs> and this from two weeks. Ago. Exactly. I'm, listen, I'm telling y'all my real life. Okay. Um, <laughs> <and> then <laughs> The second thing that you said was being comfortable in your decisions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is very important because you have to be comfortable with the decision that you make. If you, like you say, if you say I'm only working, you know, six hours out the day, then work your six hours out the day and be okay with that. And whatever gets done, you use that time wisely versus trying, because I think that when you change up so often and I, I found myself in this place before where I would be like okay I'm gonna do this this day and I'm gonna do this that day and it feels like you like flip-flopping you you're not getting anything done because it's just busyness right mm-hmm. versus saying like I have an alarm on my phone at like 9 30 it actually says start your work day 3 30 it says it's the end of your work day and did you did you complete your goals and if not why Right. And I, for me, I needed that accountability personally to see that. And even sometimes like my kids will see, they'll hear the alarm go off and they'd be like, so mommy, did you complete your goals today? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And I'll be like, some days I got to be like, mind your business. No, I didn't. (laughs) Right. Other days I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I did because today I just wanted to create something, you know, create some stuff for the um for social media. Or I had three podcasts that I it's three podcasts that I did. Like even for me, podcasting or, you know, talking is a lot. People think it's not, but it is for me like I bring my whole Mm -hmm. self into these interviews, right? And so if I have to do more than two, sis is drained. I I literally cannot do anything else. And so I had to give myself permission that if you have two interviews, you've, you've completed your work for today. That's right you're it's fine you're good you did your job you don't what we tend to do is we get off a call and then we try to cram in some stuff in between 45 minutes and then what you miss you are still stressed you ain't eating you probably ain't drank no water you probably ain't been (laughs) in the bathroom you've been sitting (laughs) in the same spot right but guess what that's the same energy you had when we were in corporate america right because that's right we was on somebody else's time like oh i got to get out of here by five o'clock where had given yourself permission that this is mine Me and God are building this. He will make a way. He will provide. He will make the provisions. And it's okay that, again, my alarm goes off at 12 to say, get up and go get something to eat. And I literally have to tell myself, get up. Get up and go get something to eat. Get up mm-hmm. and walk around. You know, go upstairs, whatever the case may be. And it's 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 easy to kind of get caught up, but I think having those one, like you said, giving yourself permission is for me was the biggest thing because I I literally was just like, well, I got to do this. I have to do that. I, and it was like, I don't, no, I don't. They don't. I really don't have to. So thank you for that. You just listen, you've been freeing us all all today. (laughs) (laughs) You just been letting us know you ain't got to do that. You, and it it really is, these are simple things. When you talk about these, you know, increments of stuff, you're not telling anybody to do anything life changing, like in real life. And I think that that sometimes is the misconception that. People have all these things happening and all of these people helping them. And it really is just choices, like choices that are going to better you and your life for yourself. And these are choices that we don't grow up realizing we have. These are
2: options that we don't always feel as though we have life experience or our current circumstances. But when you take a step back and you really audit your life and what you want and how you want to live it, options now become available to you. Things that you didn't see, you now see clearly and you see a way to make those steps to to make those changes and sometimes we just need someone in our ear to tell us hey did you know that you can do that and who can empower us like yes you got it go do it yeah and then that gives us exactly what we need to make to make those changes and live a happier life
1: yes my and simone you just I, I, I needed you this morning, okay. I just want you to know that. Thank <laughs> you. Okay. I like I needed this, and everyone who was listening, when you guys listen to this, you, I trust me when I tell you, you gonna go back and you're gonna listen to this episode again because these were like just everything you say was true, everything you said is, is simple. It is not it's not magic, <laughs> you know. It is just right. choosing you. Like that it, it, that is what I got out of this for today was just like you have to do the things that would that would better you better your life but it's also about choosing you and being comfortable in whatever it is that you decide to do and it is okay you know so um Mm -hmm. man thank you thank you so much so how can the people find you get in contact with you if they want to work with you where where can they find you
2: yes so the easiest place is instagram at the simone little um you can dm me i talk to people all day long in my dms it's my favorite way to connect i send voice messages um so if you want to work with me or if you have a question you can definitely dm me or you can email me simone at the little va.co, um or you can go to my website the, the simonelittle.com
1: Yes, y'all know all this information will be in the show notes so y'all can go ahead and find her. Thank you so much, Simone, for um, just everything that you poured into us this morning and just sharing your wisdom. I truly, truly appreciate it.
2: It was a pleasure, Felicia. Thank you for having me.
1: Oh, you're welcome.